Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Brand new Bangin' I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Higgity, have no fear. On today's brand new Bangin' I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, it's time. It's time. Got him once, got him twice. They indicted him again. Plus, ladies, gentlemen, keep your man close. When Ariana Grande is around, Ariana, the home wrecker Grande is on the loose and taking men left and right. Plus, I am officially the Jewish Don King. I am officially the Jewish Don King. I break down why. Plus, Jorge Mazdaville, Game Bread, Street Jesus, okay? Miami's finest. And I just sat down. The full interview was coming, but... I'm going to give you a sneak preview because he breaks down who he thinks will win Nate Diaz versus Jake fucking Paul. It's a fully disruptive, fast-paced I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy over something real nice, yes. Start this puppy over something real loud, yes. But most importantly, start this puppy over something real funky. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Let's fucking go. Have no fear. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Boom. Hope everybody's feeling real good. Hope everybody's feeling real safe. Hope everybody's feeling real sane. 
Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Raging Bullshitter. Woo! And this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct. Live and direct from somewhere in the tri-state area. Woo! Name is Michael Rappaport. Feeling real good, real safe. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. And I'm feeling real good. Feeling fantastic. What a fucking week. What a week personally. What a week for the world. Uh, we've dropped three episodes this week. Three episodes this week. One, two, Three, three episodes this week. Uh, I hope you heard them all. Had the banger on Tuesday. Had the emergency. Had to do an emergency podcast. Had to do it. Had to do an emergency podcast because Pig Dick got indicted again. Whoa. I mean, God damn it. Pig Dick got indicted one more time. One more time for your mind. So I had to run that back. Had to run that back real nice and real proper like. And uh, as of the recording of this I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, Pig Dick has been in front of the judge looking like shit, talking all kinds of bullshit. It's just one pile of shit after another pile of pig dog shit when it comes to pig dick Donald Trump. Now he's saying, I'm getting arrested for you. I'm doing all this for you. You have no choice, pig dick. They're not spending millions and millions of dollars on lawyers to keep themselves out of jail. You're doing it because you've gotten yourself into this situation, slob dick Donald Trump. You're not a martyr. You're doing this because you got yourself into this pickle, this piggity pickle. Pig dick Donald Trump got himself into a piggity pickle. Uh, but we covered that real nice. We covered that real properly on the last I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Like I said, the... Emergency. It wasn't an emergency episode. It was an emergency I am Rappaport stereo podcast. And uh, here we are. I am chilling the fuck out. Summer is in full bloom. It's hot all over the place. Motherfuckers are dropping like flies from heat strokes. Left, right, and center. Motherfuckers are hot as can be. I'm chilling for a couple of weeks and then I'll be in Syracuse. I'm going to Syracuse, New York, August 18th, August 19th. I'll be performing. And it is my first time in Syracuse since I was 15. I went to basketball camp when I was 15 years old. I went to the Syracuse Orangeman basketball camp. I'm going to be performing at the Syracuse Funny Bone, August 18th and 19th. 
the 18th and 19th in Syracuse. And then I will be chilling a little bit. And then I'll be back on the road in September. Bunch of shows in September. I'll be in Salt Lake City, the 7th, 8th, and 9th. 7th, 8th, and 9th in Salt Lake City. I'll be in Stamford, the 14th, 15th, and 16th, Stamford, Connecticut, and San Diego, September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. All shows, all tickets, all information through October is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com. I'll be in Syracuse. I'll see you guys in Syracuse the 18th and the 19th. And like I said, I went to Syracuse one time. They had a basketball camp at the Jim Beheim Syracuse basketball camp. I got into trouble. Who the fuck knows? Listen, who knows? They made me run the whole carrier dome. These fucks, Jimmy Beheim. And I saw Jimmy Beheim at the uh, Olympic workouts that I was at. I believe that was, oh shit. Who the fuck knows? That was when Kobe was there. That's when Kobe was there. LeBron was there, Carmella was there, Chris Paul was there, Blake Griffin was there, Kyrie was there. It was after his rookie season. That was the last time I saw Kobe. And facts, this is a fact. I think I've told this story before, but me and my wife, she was witness. Saw Kobe after the practice, had his sunglasses on, walking in looking debonair like a fucking movie star. And I said, this was after he had bust motherfuckers ass in the playoffs before his injury, before the Achilles injury. And I said, yo, you are a motherfucker. And he said, and I quote, Mike, fuck these dudes. Fuck these motherfuckers. He used even more graphic language that I'm not going to use. But he said, fuck these motherfuckers. Fuck all these motherfuckers. Talking about everybody in the gym. Like none of these dudes are on my level. None of these dudes are on my level, Mike. I was bugging because he was cursing like that. I was just saying, what's up? It was after practice. Anyway, it was a uh, memorable thing. I got some pictures with him. My wife was right there, and she was like, only he would get you talking like that. And he laughed. That was a charming, cool, unique person, Kobe Bryant. But I saw Jim Beheim at that practice that I was at. I was there with Chauncey Billups. We were doing something for the NBA. And um, I don't know where I was. Jim Beheim. I saw Jim Beheim there and I reminded him and he said, oh, I remember you, Rappaport. I remember you. Uh, Jim Beheim, of course, was the coach who just retired from Syracuse. They won championships. Carmelo Anthony, Final Fours, Dwayne Pearl Washington, Derek Coleman, Sherman Douglas, so many great teams, so many great players. And of course, uh, through those iconic years when the Big East reigned supreme, the Big East reigned supreme. There's a dope ESPN documentary on the Big East. If you haven't seen it or if you want to rewatch it, you should. It uh, ages fantastically. Um, the Big East, when it was everything. The late great Pearl Washington, Patrick Ewing, Georgetown, the St. John's boys, Chris Mullen, Walter Berry, Willie Glass, Providence had their crew, Boston College had their crew, Pittsburgh had their crew. The Big East was popping. It was so much 
fun. Uh, anyway, I can't wait to go back to Syracuse uh, and perform and kick fucking ass the 18th and the 19th. Speaking of the Big East, Mark Jackson. Fucking ESPN, man. What the fuck, man? Well, they don't want to pay these dudes? So now Mark Jackson, Stan Van Gundy, both out at ESPN, no longer working, calling the games, hand down, man down. Mike Breen will stay on. Doris Burke, Doris Boring. They can't fire Doris Burke because it'll be like, oh, you're doing it because she's a woman. You mean to tell me that Doris Burke is a better announcer than Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson? You mean to tell me that Doris Burke is more important than Jeff Van Gundy and Mark? Listen, Doris Burke, no disrespect, but I'd rather hear Jeff Van Gundy, Mark Jackson call a fucking game. I can't stand listening to Doris Burke. That's just me. That is just me. But Mark Jackson, St. John's great Brooklyn icon, Brooklyn, shit. One of the great point guards from Brooklyn, New York. One of the great players. 17 years in the NBA, Mark Jackson. 17. He's coming on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm about to bring in some fantastic interviews. I got an interview coming up with Marcellus Wiley. The Marcellus Wiley. Illustrious NFL career. Great broadcaster. Great shit talker. I got Marcellus Wiley. I got Jorge Mazdavol. Game bread, okay? Love Jorge. Fucking love him. I was at his fight versus Nate Diaz. I can't wait to talk to him about I was there when Pig Dick Donald Trump was there. I, I, he's a Pig Dick Donald Trump supporter. And he's an ass kicker. Uh, great interview with Jorge. Got my man Jamie Kennedy. Malibu's most wanted. Scream this, scream that. Scream this, that, and the third. Jamie Kennedy experiment. Got a bunch of interviews coming up. And uh, speaking of MMA, speaking of fights, Saturday night, the 5th, August 5th, Nate Diaz versus Jake fucking Paul. I believe it's 10 rounds, boxing. 10 rounds, boxing. I am making my prediction now. I have Nate Diaz in eight I have Nate Diaz knocking this motherfucker out in the eighth round. And I'm going to be honest. You could start calling me the Jewish Don King. That's a fact. Start calling me the Jewish Don King because I am being credited. And I didn't say this when I heard about it. I am being credited with being responsible for getting this fight going, getting the negotiations going. Fact. That's a fucking fact. His manager, Nate's manager, Zach Rosenfeld, great Jew, talked about it, called me. A couple of months ago, I was on Ariel Hawani's podcast, who will also be coming on this podcast. Great. The Howard Cosell of the UFC, the Howard Cosell of combat sports, also worked at ESPN. He's just a great broadcaster, great personality. I was on Ariel's podcast. 
And I said, and I quote, because Ariel said that Jake Paul, no, Logan Paul might fight Nate Diaz. I said, that's never going to happen. Fuck that. I said, Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. You want fucking smoke with Nate Diaz? I'd pay $199.99 to watch Nate Diaz fight Jake Paul. Miles Jordan, play the tape. Play the fucking tape. What's his weight? Like, what weight would he, would he be? Well, he would fight at 170, but uh, for boxing, maybe 85. He'll something. fuck Jake Paul up. He'll fuck Jake Paul up. Would, would you be more interested in seeing that than the rather than the rematch? Nate, Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul? You're all in? And Nate, Even though Jake just lost. You Doesn't want smoke? Fuck, yeah. with, fuck with Nate Diaz. That would be... I'd pay $109.99. Yeah. And Zach Rosenfeld is on record. Look it up. ESPN.com as saying that spawned the idea after Rappaport said it. It became clear to him to get that fight. Call me the fucking Jewish Don King. Look it up. Because we could say what we want about fake Paul. But he's good at selling a fight. And Logan Paul's like 230 pounds. We don't know what he's on. Okay, Logan Paul is a fantastic WWE wrestler. He's awesome. He's out there doing flips, backflips, jumping off of tables, doing all kinds of shit. Jake Paul thinks he's a boxer. You think you're a boxer? You get in there with Nate fucking Diaz, baby. Let's fucking go. I got Nate Diaz in the eighth fucking round, baby. Let's fucking go. Okay, that's my pick. I was going to go to the fight, but I couldn't make it. I was going to go to Dallas to be ringside at the fight. Couldn't make it. But trust me, I'll be watching that shit. I don't know if it's on ESPN, Danzin, whatever that is. I was offered ringside seats. Could not make it. But that's my prediction. I'm putting my money where my fucking big disruptive mouth is. Look it up. You're listening to the Jewish Don King. Woo! All right. And as I told you earlier, okay, Jorge Mazdavel, Game Bread, Street Jesus, okay, Miami's finest is coming up on a brand new banging sit-down interview with me, okay? We're talking about so many different things, but I'm going to give you a sneak preview because he breaks down who he thinks will win this weekend's fight that me, the Jewish Don King, has put together, okay? Jorge Mazdabal, and I just sat down. The full interview was coming, but here's a sneak peek and his preview of the Jake Paul, or should I say fake Paul, Nate Diaz fight. Check this out. Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. Who do you want to win? Who's going to win? I'm always with with like my MMA brothers and sisters when they go in, into boxing, especially, you know, it's unfamiliar territory to us, so we're very familiar with it. I just, I, I don't know if you're going to put it. Also, like Jake, I, I like that uh, that he's fighting, man, after he lost. I'm, I'm really respecting him a lot more after he lost to Tyson Fury, you know, that he's getting back in there and he's not getting an easy fight. He, there's a lot of taxi cab drivers he could have beat up. He went and picked Nate, so I'm, I'm starting to like Jake more and more, like, now as a fighter, like, man, he not only are you fighting through a loss, but you're not fighting the easiest fight out there. 
So uh, my heart's definitely gonna be with Nate because he's an MMA guy, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jake pulled it off, man. I mean, he's been doing it. He's been more active and it's just boxing, you know? How's Nate's lifestyle been outside of retiring and all that? I, I don't know. I don't know if he's in the best shape. Did you ever think you would say that though? Like, uh, oh, Jake Paul might never, beat Nate Diaz, or never, Jake Paul might beat never, Tyron Woodley. Never, 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 never. And it's no, no offense to him, but these guys grew up doing that, you know. And boom, this guy was like an actor. He was, he was doing all this stuff, and he, then he got don't into even boxing. call him an actor. He's he's more of a boxer than he was an actor. But then that, you know, or YouTube sensation, you know, sensation. Yeah, YouTube sensation, crazy amount of subscribers. Never would have thought this guy's gonna turn into like somebody that's beating up guys. Now, granted, um, Willie was towards the end of his career and stuff. I but mean, he still. beat up my guy, fucking Nate, Nate, um, Robinson. I mean, come on, man, he beat your guy, uh, Woodley. No. Oh, Ben. Yeah, Who, that guy. I couldn't stand him after you beat his ass. I was just like, this is an embarrassment. I was really disgusted with the Jake Paul thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My, this is my words. I was like, this is the throne fight. Because it looked so, it looked like literally like a guy who's never fought versus a guy who's just, you know, like in a, in a bar. Like, you're just uh -huh, like, uh -huh. boom. That was insane to me. Yeah. Ben is good as he was a Olympic wrestler. He was a two-time national champion, four-time finalist at the NCAA. So he went to the finals four times and he won it twice. So when it comes to wrestling, this guy was cream of the crop. But he had this arrogance that you could just see in his videos. And he used to say it all the time. I don't do anything else but wrestling. I don't even care about jujitsu, boxing, kicking, anything. I'm just going to wrestle guys and beat them up like that. And he was able to do it for 19 fights until he got to me. He was 19 and 0 when he fought me. And that was very impressive, but he never, never stepped outside of that, never got outside of his comfort zone, never wanted to learn how to box, strike, or anything. So when the time came, they offered him more money than they ever had, went and fought Jake Paul, and it was regarding an aspect that he never practiced in. He looked like that. And Never then, mind practicing? You, no. I mean, I, even, he would, he I've would gone to the gym saying, and I hit the bag. I mean, I need to He would constantly say up. it on interviews. He's like, I don't box. I don't do any of that shit. I'm just wrestling. What does that mean, though? I go to, I go to a, what's the gym? I go to Equinox. I hit the, I know, I know, everyone knows, keep your hand. I was. Some guys are so, like, you know, fucking shot out that they're like, no, this is all any. Like, he would spar guys and just immediately go for the takedown, you know. And since he was able to do this with high-level strikers constantly taking down, he just figured, I don't need the strike. I'm just going to wrestle with you immediately, and that's it. And, you know, credit to him. It worked for a while. If Jake Paul said, Jorge, you're next. Uh, I was like, death by suicide? I fucking, yeah, suicide wish. You Would know? you beat his ass? I think I'd fucking break his eye orbital. You know, I, I he Straight boxing. So if we got the, the disciplines of MMA, right, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, boxing, whatever else you want to throw in there. There's one of them that's always stand out and that I'm very natural at. And there's some of them that are not, that I worked my whole life to, to become a world-class athlete in that aspect. We're talking about wrestling, I couldn't make a living off it. I couldn't go out there and get a, a medal for this country. As much as I love wrestling, I'm a huge fan of it, it, it just wasn't um, like my natural powers. But since I was a kid, since I was like seven, eight years old, I could box very, very good and very natural. So now if I have to pick of one of those arts, what to do would be boxing. And not to diss Jake or nothing, but uh, he's not hes not the caliber of of boxer that could, that could stop me, you know. I, I have a lot of experience working out with boxers, with, with high-level boxing since I was a kid. A lot of them defected from Cuba in the gym that I was at. We had numerous 
world champions and Olympians since I was like 14, 15. These are the guys that I was working out all the way till I was like 23, 24. So I, I was very much involved in the boxing world, learning from some of the best in the world. And um, I just, athlete to athlete, not talking about the fighting, because I know I got way more dog than them. I'm just talking about athlete to athlete, speed for speed, technique and all that. I, I don't think we're in the same realm. Do you, but you're getting at the age limit. He likes exactly. old, he likes older exactly. men. Exactly. Yeah. Jake yeah, yeah. Paul likes and, and, older and, men, and that's it's smart of him. You know, I'm 38. I think he's in his 20s, later 20s. You know, so it's a perfect fight for him in a sense because I'm I'm definitely headed downhill. I'm not headed uphill on my physical powers. So it'd be the best fight for him. But and I you have talk all the shit too. You're a good you're a good promoter. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see. I love fighting the sport and the grind of it, and I have such reverence for fighters. And the fact that he's, listen, business is business. The business is incredible. But the fact that he made himself some belt and he raises oh, yeah, it, like, that. that to me is like when I grew up watching Ali, when I grew up watching Leonard, Ray Leonard versus ooh, Duran, ooh. we talk about, you know, Tommy Hearns, Tommy Hearns Iran Barkley. When I talk ooh. about the, the wars, and you see most of the fighters cry when they raise that belt. To me, it's such a disrespect to what you guys do that I want to see him get fucked up in a boxing ring the way he needs to get fucked up in the boxing ring and not these hand-picked fucking Ben Askren yeah. and, and Nate Robinson and all this. I want to see him, like you're a boxer, I want to see you fight a guy who's, even who's 39. You know, he won't fight someone his age who, who has much experience. I mean, that Tommy Fury was a joke. That I'm look, we're lucky that it went that way. Yeah, I'm saying I wasn't the happiest in that fight either for entertainment value. Like, come shit. on, guys, get fucking after, bro. Go go hurt each other, you know? Because that that's who we want to see. We want to see. You want to be a boxer? Let's mm -hmm. see you get punched in the fucking face. I mean, not or, or you, punch the guy in the face. Something. You know? Yeah. So I'm saying, Jake Paul. I'm looking for the if you make it out of Nate Diaz. Game fucking bread. I don't. I don't think they take that. He price. don't want that fight. I don't think they want that fight. It's so are you than... saying that he's pussy? No, I'm not. You're not saying, not saying that. I didn't I'm not, say it. I'm not. I'm not. I thought saying, that's what you were saying. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. It, that he, because it is boxing, they have to build, and and you know he is coming off a lot. How much building do we need? He's got his training center. He's got poor. I've never seen a guy with a bigger training kit. He's got yoga guys. He's got jugglers. I mean, you look at his training. He's got everything there. He's got magicians. He's getting stretched. He's getting oh oils. He's meditating. No. Therapists. I just think. What for, more does he need? I don't think I'd be good for for where they're. You don't they're think he'd be good for go. business? For good for business, you know. Um. I'm explosive, man. Nate, not to diss him, and I literally fought it, so I know he has no power. He has like fucking pillows in his hand. Now he he's accumulation guy. Right. He's gonna break you down. He's gonna drown you. He's gonna if you're throwing thirty punches, he's gonna throw a hundred per round and just drown you in that. But he has like no power. Then you put these boxing gloves on him, and then you don't let him do submissions and kicks and all that. It there's a lot of factors leaning towards. But he took Jake. a beating from you. How yeah. could Jake Paul took a beating from me, man? He took a beating from you, and I and I was rooting for for yeah. Nate. But he took a beating. He kept coming. I can't no. see how Jake is going to be able to sustain that. Like, I can't see Jake, number one, putting that kind of beating on him because he, he's just not. I just don't see it happening. But also, Nate's not the same because now this is like four years removed, plus all the damage that he took in the fight. It might be half the damage now that he takes, and, and he's not the same, you know, because that's what happens with fighting. Your chin doesn't get any better because you got hit. Love that. Like I told you, Jorge is coming up with the full, full Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. Sit down. He says Nate's got pillow hands. I think Jake's going to get the shit beaten out of him. Or should I say, fake is going to get the shit beat out of him. I am Rappaport Podcast. 
We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash Stereo, get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees, iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Sad week, lost some some good actors. Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, beloved. Everybody loves Pee Wee Herman. Everybody loved Paul Rubens. I actually never met him. I never met him, but I know a lot of people that knew him, and uh, he just was sounding like a such a sweet guy, nice guy. And of course, Pee Wee Herman. Shut up, Pee Wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just train them. I mean, Pee Wee Herman, what an iconic, unique, original creation. Unbelievably unique. Just so original. So weird. So funny. And uh, sad. Sad that happened. Um, I remember seeing Pee Wee Herman when I was a kid. I I don't know if I first saw him as Pee Wee Herman in, he was like in a Cheech and Chong's movie or some shit. But I remember Pee Wee Herman's, uh, the Pee Wee Herman show. And I don't remember where it was on. I had to find it. And then of course, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And uh, it it just, it's, everybody fucks with Pee Wee Herman. And um, 
you know, he got caught up into some weird shit. Something happened. He got arrested. And, you know, I think Paul Rubens was gay. And it was probably hard being gay at that. T- I know, not probably. It was hard being gay. It wasn't like you could just come out and, you know, he did this show that, you know, kids really loved. And I don't know. But he had such a great, he has a great reputation. Everybody that knew him just said he was the sweetest, nicest, most loving, generous person. He loved comedians, loved uh, funny people. And he just was, just seemed like just a, a really, really nice person. And, uh, I mean, Pee Wee Herman, what a creation. What a unique, weird creation from the mind of Paul Rubens, who died, passed away at 70 years old, I believe, of cancer. And then another sad passing this week, the actor from Euphoria. I don't know if he had ever acted before, but this kid, Angus Cloud, who made a big splash, just his unique look, way of speaking on the show Euphoria, 25 years old, I believe uh, that he passed away from a drug overdose, which is 25, man. Fucking sad, man. 25 years old. That is crazy. Shit, man. That's too young to die. 25 years old is too young to go. And these drugs, you cannot fuck with these drugs. You can't mix and match. Things are going to be all right. Things will always be all right. And that was really, really sad to hear that. And um, moving on to some pop. Listen, I had a big fucking stir. I don't know if you guys remember the shit that I got into. I got into a whole fucking online controversy in, I don't know if it was 2018, 2019. Okay, I don't even remember what fucking spawned it. But I said something about Ariana Grande. I basically said she ain't all that. I don't remember what something spawned it. Something inspired me to talk some shit about Ariana Grande. And let me tell you something. Holy shit. People went fucking crazy. The Ariana Grande fans, they went insane on me. They went, I mean, I'm telling you, no bullshit. I had motherfuckers DMing me, threatening girls, little fucking kids, teeny boppers, harassing me, DMing me, saying wild, they got my phone number, these little fuckers from all over the world. DMing me in like different languages and shit. I don't even know what the Portuguese, whatever the fuck. But who was right? Once again, listen, Ariana Grande's got an incredible career. She's cute. Incredible voice. She's great at doing impersonations. She seems great. I busted her butt to knock her the fuck down a peg. But lo and behold, who was right? Ariana Grande is a fucking homewrecker. She's a double homewrecker two times. Two fucking times. She's out there stealing husbands. Listen, Ariana Grande, don't come around here. My wife's not playing that shit. Don't fucking, you and the Grandes or the Grandettes or the fucking, you and your little crew, your little girl gang crew, and your fans, your legion of kooky fans, don't come around me. But she's in a big, listen, she stole somebody's husband, allegedly. And this isn't the first time she's done it. 
It's the second time. And apparently she's done it real greasy. Real fucking greasy. She's with this funny looking, funny face kid. I don't know who this fuck. Ethan Slater. He looks like he's like, a, uh, you know, like he's dressing up on some Pee Wee Hermit shit. He's a singer. Uh, I don't know what the fuck he is. But Ariana Grande, keep, yo, if Ariana Grande comes around your, your band, ladies, hold on to him tight. Hold on to him real fucking tight because Ariana Grande don't give a fuck, okay? She'll steal your man and steal the band. Woo! What else is going on? This fucking actor strike, SAG, Screen Actors Guild. Man, unfortunately... Based on what I'm hearing, shit, man. I said this before, but we're going to be duking it out with these motherfuckers. We're going to be duking it out. A lot of people donating money. Because I told you guys this, man. Not every actor is a gazillionaire. You know, so the actors and writers, you know, especially as there's older ones. Some people live check to check. Um, But George Clooney... Blake Lively, whose husband is Ryan Reynolds. That motherfucker apparently is a billionaire. Ryan Reynolds owns some like cellular phone company. Some shit. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds makes a lot of money off of, uh, just a, forget what he does as an actor. You know, I've never seen Ryan Reynolds in anything. I never, I've n- literally never seen Ryan, Ryan Reynolds act in anything, but I know he's good. I know he's a big star. Uh, I know he's uh, Deadpool. Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, Deadpool 3. But I don't think... Green Lantern, right? Isn't he all that shit? He does big movies. But I gotta be honest. I've never seen him in one thing. I know you're like, what the fuck are you... I said this before. Ron Reynolds has never... I've never seen one of those movies. He's got that Wrexham uh, show. I think he owns a soccer team. This guy's rich. Anyway... Him, George Clooney, they've donated some money to the actors and the writers. I am telling you, Ryan Reynolds, George Clooney, Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller was out there protesting, striking. They need to have these fucking CEOs, the heads of these companies, they need to sit down with them. Do a weekend retreat, and I don't know where you guys go, Vermont. Wisconsin, I don't know what the hip place is now. The Sierra Mountains. Alaska, wherever the fuck you guys go. But the big dogs are most powerful, charming, charismatic actors need to sit down and be as charming and charismatic as they possibly can and speak on behalf of the actors and directors to get this shit to move forward. Because it ain't moving forward. It is not moving forward. And these guys, these billionaires, despite the fact that they're very, very powerful, they are star fuckers. They are star fuckers. They can help move the needle. When you're in front of Brad Pitt, Emma, George Clooney, 
just it's not like an accident that these fucking guys are big stars. They will charm the fucking pants off you. And I'm not saying in a fake way. They just have charisma. It's called an it factor. It's a certain je ne sais quoi. They have it. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft. King's YouTube channel is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. season has officially started guys you heard the fantasy football guys on the podcast the other day okay football season has officially begun they had the hall of fame game the other night which means nothing except that football season has officially started Fantasy football has officially started, so get your fucking mind right. We're in August. That's right. We're in August. We're halfway through 2023. Next year's an election year. Get your fucking, tighten your fucking panties up. Okay? But August means mock draft August means duress mock draft. August 
means know your guys, giggity, get your fucking guys. August means fantasy football is here. And I'm going to tell you guys, I am going to tell you, right. I, I tell everybody this, my mantras, my way of thinking, the disruptive fantasy football mindset, people envy it. They respect it because it's a championship POV, a championship point of view. Okay? Know your fucking guys. Get your fucking guys. But most importantly, when you are playing fantasy football, always, always, never, ever, ever, ever forget to talk as much shit as possible. Talk so much shit all day, every single day. You must talk shit. A, B, and D. Always be talking. Bust balls, break balls, bust chops, break their fucking balls all day, every single day. Otherwise, why do it? Why participate? Okay, because that's the fun. And I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Anybody. Anybody can talk shit when things are hunky-dory. Anybody can talk shit when things are going your way. But it takes a real man. It takes a real disruptor to talk shit when the chips are down, when things are looking dim, when the lights are turning out. That's when you have to turn it up when it comes to talking that shit, that good old greasy shit. Listen to what Michael Jordan said. He said it during the last dance. Miles Jordan, play that clip of Jordan. BJ Armstrong thought shit was sweet. Play that clip. And see if all that trash talking starts when it's 0-0 zero, zero, instead of five, six point lead. That's where it starts. That's the sign of a good man. If you can talk shit when it's even score or talk shit when you're behind score, when you're ahead, it's easy to talk. Michael Jordan said it. I say it. Never forget, bust fucking balls when things aren't going your way. Trust me, it's the best way to turn the fucking tide. Anyway, I'm done. Fucking done. Came, saw, conquered. Came, saw, disrupted. Okay, remember, I'm on tour starting the 18th. Okay, told you. Syracuse, 18th and 19th. Salt Lake City, 7th, 8th, and 9th of September. Stanford, Connecticut, the 14th, 15th, and 16th. And San Diego, the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of September. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Diggity Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real funky. I am Rapport, it's the real podcast. I'm out. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok, will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com.